Wonderful, gorgeous souls, welcome to another episode of Heart and Soul. And today we are talking about January blues. It's sort of often January feels like the longest month ever. It's still dark out there. We've spoken about wintering and for me, it's often that so many people, they feel like, oh, it's a new year, let's get started, let's get going and plan and do and everything and keep going, do, do, do. And for me, it's more like, I'm still in winter, I'm still sort of half asleep, and then I feel bad because I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing, but it's about being. And January can feel like a January blues, you know, holiday season is over, the excitement of Christmas, New Year is gone, and you're back in your routine, you're back in your everyday life, and adjusting to that and creating time, maybe for change or being, reflection is so important and listening to your body and its needs. As always, my wonderful dear friend, Janet is with me. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, Caroline. Yes, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying there. I am not a winter baby. I definitely prefer the summer. And I have to say, I definitely find January really long and really hard going. And I know there's a lot of people when I've been talking to friends, everybody's going, oh, January is such a, for many different reasons, you feel very, the mood is low, it's the weather, the darkness, the, you know, after all the excitement of the holidays, when you've had Christmas and the new year, family get-togethers and all of that excitement and then sort of you hit January and there's like nothing (laughs) and it just feels you know maybe as well financially you haven't got the money to go out and you haven't got money to do this or and as you say the the weight of maybe if you put new year's resolutions and you're having to force yourself to go to the gym every morning at six o'clock in the dark and you just sort of like find that sort of suddenly all of these things become such a push you down rather than trying to lift you up so I I agree with you I take a more relaxed approach to January now (laughs) and I have to say since having the dog and now going out for walks I mean this morning it was minus one so we did we only did a short walk before somebody goes oh you shouldn't have the dog we did a very short walk she had her little coat on and you know but it was bright and even though it was crisp, it was re- uh, wrapped up warm. She was cozy. And, you know, it was really nice to get out rather than staying in. So I'm fine. And I know from you, you share some, uh, there was a beautiful photograph you shared this morning from your dog walk. Tell us about your what makes you happy when you're out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, having a dog helps me get out every morning and and it's just that fresh air and I love really cold fresh crisp air 
it feels so invigorating. You just breathe in that fresh air. It's sort of like deeply cleansed overnight. You know, it's been freezing. That air is so pure, crystal clear, and you can breathe it in. And, and, and it just sort of cleanses my whole body, my energy system. I feel deeply connected to my heart and my soul, you know, to the angels and nature. And of course, we have snow still, which is just really, really beautiful. And this morning, it was just like the sun was sort of coming up. The, the sky was orangey, pinkish. It's just beautiful. And I felt sort of, wow truly connecting to the beauty around us and making the most of each moment and enjoying the moment helps me you know when when I feel like oh, can't wait for spring can't wait for blooms can't wait for warmer weather can't wait for then it feels more dreary because you sort of want to get rid of what you have, but actually every day has its beauty and every month, you know, every season. And if we can sort of make the most of this month while allowing ourselves to rest and maybe not push ourselves too hard and coming back to the moment and yeah, doing what you love and maybe taking time to read a book on the sofa with a little blanket. And I still have some candles, you know, not only in December, but throughout the sort of autumn, winter time. It's, it's gorgeous. It's warming and, and beautiful. I think you're absolutely right. You need to get out into nature, spend the time and take the moments because I know that now when I'm out for my walks, I stop and look, well, because the dog stops, she stops all the time to sniff things. But it makes me then stop and I have a moment to look at things and, you know, even like the little frost on, and it's so delicate and you think, wow, you know, nature is truly amazing. And like you, the, the air here on the coast, <laughs> the sea air, very invigorating at times, but you do feel when you breathe it into your lungs that you're really as you said, cleansing. I just find that when I've been out for a, for a walk and I come in and my nose, like my nose goes red, I'm, I'm so cold. And when you come in, you, you really are grateful for the heat when you come in and a nice hot cuppa. And it's all of those little things, as you sort of say, become the things that you start to be more aware of and grateful for because you know, if you're just in the house all the time and you're running around crazy, you, you don't have that space to be mindful of these magic moments. And it's these little moments that, you know, over this course of your day, it's, it's like, you know, putting something into your happiness jar that each moment is just like building up. And if you don't make space for that, you're, you're missing out that. And that's what we need to boost our energy and make us uplift us but, yeah definitely definitely and and I remember 
because it's such a short time, you know, from when my kids were at school, it was sort of end of Christmas break. And before the ski break, it was sometimes it's just five weeks, but it always felt like the longest because one was sick, the other one got sick. And it sort of, it just kept going forever and everybody was tired and uh, yeah, so it can tear you down. And in those moments, create a light, be the light and yeah, take it as it comes. And January can also, I think right now it's with a lot of letting go. I think it's really the new energies come in. You feel that new year. I mean, the difference from December to 1st, 2nd of January was amazing. It was sort of like really heavy and now very light. And just connecting to that, clearing your energies, going out, being present in the moment. And yeah, take time to connect to your heart or your soul. And, and yeah, I think it's just... It's the opposite of in summer when it's too hot, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, being present and grateful and maybe listen to all the episodes we already shared. I mean, there's so much, so much wisdom in that. And I don't want to repeat everything, but yeah, gratitude wintering energies chakras there's so much in there exactly exactly and and i think now it's also yeah it's the time to yeah maybe listen to a podcast or watch a show or taking that time for yourself is so essential and when we feel like we have to do, 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 push, push, push. Then we're sort of like out of sync. Yes. And and that's the discrepancy of that is, is I think, really, really pulling at us. And yeah, and we can truly feel that January blues. I think when I, mean, I grew up, I felt November was sort of that darkest month or the saddest month or maybe just because there with the whale and 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 you connect to the other side you know to the the souls and the family members that have passed but i think january can be equally if not more so yeah. triggering I mean, you mentioned something there. I mean, I know that January is a month where a lot of people get sick. After the rushing round in the holiday period and maybe the overindulgence, and then they hit January and it's like, maybe also then pushing for their New Year's resolutions or whatever and their goals and are they're not going out or, or making space. And I think what is important, as you sort of say, is that, 
you know, to maintain and look after ourselves, treat January as a month of like self-care, self-love, allow yourself, you know, give yourself permission because I think that's what we struggle with is we think society expects us to keep going and we need to, and we put this pressure on ourselves. And once you can learn to let go of that, as you say, release all of that and actually go, well, what do I need? Do I need to have some quiet space? You know, would a walk outside in nature, you know, help to make me feel good? Do I, you know, those hot, like a hot drink, you know, my hot tea and I sitting with a book in front of the fire, you know, is, is that what I need? If that's what you need, you need to nurture, but you need to learn to become self-aware. And once you learn that, then you can sort of lean into that and practice that that self-care, that self-compassion. I know this is all your area, Caroline. <laughs> this is and yours too. But you know, it's that that connection to the heart and soul. And and like you said, I think sometimes because December is all looking forward to the holiday and excitement. And then January is sort of like, oh, that's my real life. So if you're feeling that sort of, oh, came back in the routine, oh gosh, and I need to go another year, take a good look at the things you're doing every day. Maybe make a list and over the week, every day and see maybe put smiley faces next to things you love to do and then maybe things that sort of drain your energy or you don't feel good about and and take a look and change allow change to happen you know it's not like we have to keep going into hardship or things that really drain our energy take a good look and yeah connect to your heart and soul and and find your soul's purpose i think january is also that month where people question their everyday you know after yeah. that excitement and sort of that break from regular life and it's good it's okay to let go and it's okay to change and joy open up to joy you know and and do the things and allow and give yourself permission that's a key one so i grant you permission to look after yourself and i think we are grown up we could only play when we've done the homework we had to work for for leisure time and actually it's sort of the other way around you know allow downtime recharge your energy so you are then full of energy and full of joy to do the things you're here to do exactly I mean you mentioned there about you know soul purpose also you also touched on there with soul passion 
because when you live from a place of following your passions, your joys, the things that really make you happy, they're all things that are feeding your energy system, which has a great impact in lifting your mood. It helps your um, health, your whole health system, brings you more back vitality. And you just feel that you're living. And even if you've got, I mean, we've all got to pay bills. Unfortunately, that's the reality of our world. Okay, yes, you may have the, the commitment of a job or, and family, but somewhere in there, find space for the things, as Caroline says, that truly make you happy. You know, and often it's the creative things. It's things like, you know, join in a choir and singing because singing is one of the, I wish I could sing. I'm not the best singer in the world, <laughs> um, but I do in my, in my private space. But it does, it's something about, you know, you're, you're working your body, you're the vagus nerve. It, it, it just is an amazing thing. So if singing's your thing, join a choir or even just, you know, sing at home, um, you know, painting. I admire people again who can sit and paint because you really are in the moment. You really are very mindful. You can, everything else has to go. Playing a musical instrument. You know, there's there's loads of things, you know, it might be even just writing or doodling or, you know, just creating uh, image boards or something. Just finding something that just you enjoy doing. It, maybe it's knitting, sewing. There are so many different interests out there. And it's just find the one that you really, really enjoy. And forget about everyone else. This is you. Um, I have, I've got too many, I think. <laughs> I never have time. Um, learning to play the piano again. I'm not very good, but I do enjoy it because again, it takes me back to the moment. Um, I do enjoy writing. I do enjoy being creative on Canva, for example. Caroline knows that I can design a lot of things and that makes me happy. And I like to bake as well but then I like to eat it as well. So that's, we have to watch that. <laughs> what about you, Caroline? What are your favorite things that you enjoy doing that really lift you up? I wish I could just come over and for tea and, and cake at your place. <laughs> be, yeah, being creative, sometimes just doodling. Or, you know, when I was at school, I remember I had sort of a paper, you know, with the... yes process and then coloring it in you know a line and, and just doing something and of course I love taking pictures so and I think for me it helps just capturing the beauty and sometimes of course the photo is never as good as reality but I always have my phone with me and I take pictures and I think that just opens me up to see, oh, this is beautiful. Oh, this is beautiful. And like you said, you know, the frost yesterday, yesterday was quite cold. And the trees, you know, they had this, this yeah. gentle frost around them. It looks, it looked magical. And I do love singing. Um, unfortunately, with my young adults at home, they look at me a bit funnily but in the car alone I sing along to the tune and I haven't found a choir that that uh, here in my area but 
yeah, do the things you truly love and journal or meditate. That's also, I love meditation and and I sort of got the rhythm of doing a meditation before I go out, but sometimes I doesn't uh, have enough time you know that's always the thing we make time for it so maybe then in the evening it's it's just amazing or then just talking to my angels you know sort of like help me through this help me keep a positive mind um seeing the beauty in everything and yeah just feeling feeling connected I think that's another thing reach out to people if someone pops into your mind reach out you don't have to call call I'm not a phone person <laughs> I'm more like a text person you know you can send a quick test text and say hi how are you doing and and just helping others I think is also something that really nurtures our soul and is that heart connection you know just when you were saying that you said the word connection i was exactly going to say the same thing is some you know we we as introverts we're, we're probably more we will move, step back from things but obviously there's there's some of you who may need that connection that being with other people so as Caroline says, reach out, you know, why not have a supper party if you've got, you know, just do, you know, something easy, have some friends around, play a game, play some games. It doesn't have to be fancy, just an invitation. Everybody just, you know, relaxed. If that's your thing, you know, do it because probably everybody else is sitting going, oh, I've got nothing, you know, there's nothing exciting now after, you know, all the excitement of, of the new year and Christmas and holidays and and to maybe just get an invitation for, you know, soup and bread and play some games. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be expensive or even say to people, you know, bring a dish or, that you know, there's you can do it. It's just about getting together, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. or for coffee or you know anything or for a walk sometimes yeah. it's even nice to just go for a walk with a friend being out there and and feeling that heart-to-heart -heart connection and feeding your soul you know I think this is just beautiful and uh, yeah and being open and frank about how you're feeling you know you can even Sometimes when I share how I feel, even on social media, you know, that gives great feedback and helps others to express themselves too. Because if you're going through something, others are going through the same thing. And being honest with yourself, because I think we have that need of always you know sharing the good things or pretending everything is okay you know when someone asks you how you are and you say fine <laughs> and you're not fine and you can allow that it's not like you have to moan or dive into deep but 
being honest, honest with yourself also and allowing yourself to have a low day. That's part of life too. We don't always have to pretend everything is, is good, everything is positive. It's, yeah, I think that is sort of that, that um, fake positivity or even that truly, yeah. I mean, things that particularly as we live now with so much media, social media, and certainly for the younger generation, but even we, we're touched by it as well. If you've got a phone and you're scrolling through any of the social medias, you know, there is that sort of the perfect this, the perfect life, the perfect, 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 perfect. And it's like a drip feed effect. And it's not helpful because it's, as Caroline says, it's, it's not real. You don't know what goes on on the other side. We are only given that snapshot. And, you know, so much particularly the younger generation are sort of so falling into that and are losing losing their truth of who they are and accepting them for who they are. And you know what, as we've talked about before, you know, perfect isn't perfect. We're, in, we're beautifully imperfect and that's the human experience for us. Mm-hmm. And we need to embrace that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and even I think in the spiritual community, you know, people so focus on the positive. Yes, it's okay to formulate your words positively and not well in what's not going well. But I think it needs both. It needs acknowledging of I am having a bad day or I am feeling a bit low to then get out of it if we don't constantly pretend like this is not happening it doesn't help it takes that acknowledgement of yeah i feel low i feel lonely i feel whatever it is and then from that you can go up and like you said on social media we're Often we compare pair our worst day with the best day of someone else. And yeah, then we feel like a complete failure. <laughs> and health, health. life is here, you know, it's an experience. And yeah, embrace it all, you know, embrace the days where you just hang out <laughs> or where getting out of bed is an accomplishment and that's good you know it needs we all need these days and and then other days it's just complete flow everything just perfectly aligns and and then you feel like i always felt like oh now i got it (laughs) and then another low day i was oh what did i do wrong but it's not that it's just it's the ebb and flow you know like the sea you live at by the sea you know it's coming in coming out and day and night and in breath out breath it's both both is part of our life and and of course if you constantly have low days or feel truly truly low seek out help medical sometimes we need a little help to get out of that 
funk. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And um, we're here. If you ever need to reach out, we're quite happy to have a chat. So yes, I mean, one thing I do love, I, I used to live in Singapore where there was just one season all year, all year, the same. You knew what time of the day it was going to rain. It was hot, steamy. Oh. And I have to say, now being back with the seasons, I now look back and I think, no, actually, I'm grateful for the seasons. And it is a reminder that each season gives us the opportunity to have a different experience. And if we fall back in love with the winter, truly learn to embrace it, it is a, a wonderful time, nurturing time, a bit like sort of, you know, a plant sort of hibernating and then sort of like, you know, it's nurturing underneath and then blossoming again in the spring. So, you know, we need to take our guidance from nature. So allow ourselves that lovely time of just stepping back and just being, I like that Caroline, just being. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Be the tulip, <laughs> you know, nurture the bulb, the soul, the heart. So then you're ready to sprout and bloom again. And we can learn so much from nature. There's nothing that blooms year round. I don't think so. And not not here. <laughs> when we have four seasons. You know. And and that's that's the beauty of it. And definitely, definitely love the seasons and allowing us to change and go with the seasons and See the beauty in January. See the beauty around you and embrace yourself and be open to embrace your life ahead. Thank you. Anything else you love to share, Janet? I think we've covered a lot of it, but it is about accepting the seasons and how we can draw on that and making space for what we need as part of that cycle. And yeah, it's, it's a, a, a learning and an understanding, which a lot of people unfortunately are too busy to, to, to know. But when you do, it really starts to help, help you to grow and nourish and replenish and build your own energy and health system, which is vitally important. And you just, you're not missing those magic moments, which I think are key. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And those magic moments happens in the time there's space. You know, I only get guidance or insights when there's space. It's not so often when you keep going and pushing and doing because then you're not open, not open to receive. So if you still have a hard time allowing yourself to be or get some rest or have a leisurely day, self-care is essential. Just remember that's the time when connect to your intuition when you receive your guidance make space for it i like that make space 
Thank you so much for being with us for another beautiful heart and soul show. And we'll see you next week again. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Love and light blessings to you all. <laughs>